Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello and welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you are not hearing elsewhere. We're very pleased to welcome as our guest today, Amy Kirsch, Director of Investor Relations at Realty Shares, an online real estate marketplace offering institutional quality real estate for the private investor with very low minimums. She speaks to us from their headquarters in beautiful San Francisco. So, Amy, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here today. So, Amy, uh, the business model is very different for Realty Shares. You guys provide to the private investor with limited investable assets the opportunity to invest in institutional quality real estate through an online platform where you can choose the projects and invest in a diversified number of projects instead of just one. And so, give us a brief background of the firm, will you? Absolutely. Our founder, Nav, was formerly a real estate attorney at a, at a larger firm here in San Francisco. And there was a recent change to the law, the Jobs Act, that allowed for real estate to be sold in a whole new way. And since he was marrying both legal and real estate prior, he was excited about this change and thought about how he may be able to apply it in a new way. And from there, Realty Shares was born. So he was excited about giving people a new opportunity to invest in real estate like they never had before, like you mentioned earlier, in smaller increments with the ability to diversify, access across the country, and um, build basically a, a marketplace for real estate investing that didn't exist prior. So I noticed on the website the uh, strong academic background of, uh, of the leaders there, MIT, Wharton, Stanford, unfortunately none from BYU, but you guys still have time to, to work on that here. What would you say were the founders really seeking to create? Yes. The the founders were really looking to break open the way that real estate was traditionally invested, how people were investing in it prior. So they had to know the person who was doing the deal or get introduced at a country club. It was all behind closed doors, and it wasn't open to the traditional investor. So they were limited to going online and going into their Fidelity accounts. So they wanted to provide the same kind of access to all investors to be able to go into real estate. Okay, and so that's why they created the platform, and prior to 2012 Jobs Act, that was really not possible, correct? That was not possible because of the way that you could market private investments. It was limited in the past as to how it was done, and that the Jobs Act, one of the ramifications that you're now able to do this. Okay, so one has to be a qualified purchaser, I believe, uh, to participate. Is that correct? And you can, can you give us a very short definition of that? Yeah, so one, one needs, an investor needs to be an accredited investor, which is a, a bit less of a qualification than qualified purchaser. A credit, an accredited investor is someone who earns $200,000 individually, $300,000 with their spouse, or has a net worth of a million dollars, not including their primary health. Okay. So uh, tell us, how is Reality Shares, uh, Realty Shares, unique in the marketplace? Realty Shares is unique in, in a couple of different ways. One is we are we go through the full life cycle of an investment. 
And so we, a lot of our peers do some part of the steps I'm about to mention, but we originate deals, we go out into the marketplace, find people who are looking for good deals, we perform due diligence on the deals. We have an investment team here with, as you mentioned earlier, very significant experience in the industry. Then my team will work with investors to educate them on investing or if they're already experienced to give them knowledge about each of the individual offering, work with them over the life of the investment. We provide updates. We perform payments. So the whole life cycle, that's a unique um, that's a unique offering from Realty Shares. Additionally, we're going to provide a really big variety of deals, perhaps uh, the best out there. We have three different product types, and we have as, uh, we've done deals in 39 states, which is pretty significant. So, so tell us uh, a little about the process here. So, do you guys have any uh, any projects that you do yourself, or are all of these projects from third parties, and you are in essence kind of brokering these opportunities between the investors and the and, and the project sponsor? We're brokering the opportunities between the investor and the project sponsor. And we, like I said, we're performing due diligence. So less than 5% of the deals that come across the table are actually make it onto the platform. So it's a pretty rigorous process up front to make it listed onto the platform. And, and how do you find these deals or do they find you? It's a bit of both. The team is pretty big on the investment side, on the originations team. So they, and they've been in the industry for a while. So they have relationships and people looking for capital. That's one way. And also we have people who become aware of us out because we're out in, you know, we're out at conferences, we're out at events, we're in the press. And so they'll, they'll have an inbound inquiry as well. So it's a bit of both. Okay. And when someone invests, do they invest into a, an individual project or are these projects pooled so that one invests into a pool that has, you know, a couple dozen projects or something? How does that work? Yes, there are. It, it is both. They, we offer individual properties that you can go and invest in or we have funds that have pooled properties as well. So we do offer both depending on an investor's uh, objectives and one may be more suitable than the other, but we do offer both. Okay, and do you guys manage these properties? The sponsor is managing the property. What we do is check in with the sponsor for financials, see how the project is going, and then reply on the progress or post an update on the progress quarterly for investors. Okay, and you guys have been doing this since 2000, well, from the Jobs Act of 2012, so I presume since about 2013, about four years, correct? Exactly right. We uh, Four years exactly this month. So, Amy, have you got an example for us of uh, one of the projects and uh, kind of how you got it maybe and uh, what, they, what you guys liked about it and then how it was invested and kind of how it has worked? And did it have, you know, 150 investors or five or, you know, can, can you tell us, give us an example here? Yes, absolutely. So I can give you an example of, of, an, of a project that paid off recently. We were raising capital for a um, for two a, a home in in where was it in New Jersey, and we were talking, and it came through a relationship from someone on on our team here, and we they were they provide us with a series of financials, which then we look through and make sure that the 
the presumptions that they're making are in line with what the marketplace is showing. We run um, comparisons in the marketplace where it is. And then ultimately, we provide an underwriting of the deal to our investors. We raised capital for it. It was around a half a million dollars. And then ultimately, we raised capital, we invested the capital, and then it just exited. I believe it was two and a half years ago or so. And it just exited and it met the underwriting expectations, which is a huge win for investors. And they don't always go the way, but that's exactly what we're looking to accomplish. Over the life of the investment, we provided quarterly updates, we had quarterly payments for the deal, and then we provided a final underwriting and how it lined up with what we originally showed them. And, and can you recall about how many investors were involved in that? Was it three or 30 or? It was about 55. So we're maxed out in 99 for the most part in our investors, so it's never going to be typically more than that. But um, it's somewhere between, most often our partners are between 50 and, and 99. Okay, and Amy, you, you, you mentioned, and your, your website mentions institutional real estate. Usually those are big projects, tens of millions of dollars to hundreds of millions here. Uh, the project that, that you just gave us was uh, significantly smaller than that. Is that smaller project more typical of the size? It's certainly over the, as we've grown, the size of our project has grown as well, and we're, we're more focused on commercial institutional-like properties, like you, like you mentioned. So those will be the overall capitalization of the deals will be closer between 10 and $20 million more often. So we've raised $3 million from previous projects 13 or 14 times in the past, so we've certainly gone way, we've, we've raised significantly more than that as well. Okay. And Amy, one last question before we go to break here. What happens with a project when somebody brings it to you, you think it's a good idea, but they need to raise $15 million to make it work, and you're only able to raise less than that? What happens to that project? And what happens to the people's money? It's not, un- and they need us to raise it completely? Well, I, I don't know. Um, do you sometimes raise only a portion of the uh, of the funds needed? Sometimes. So it, today, um, we wouldn't be able to raise $15 million for a certain project, but they, like I mentioned, we keep increasing the amount of the that we're able to raise. But it, yeah, someone is looking to raise $15 million, we can raise a portion of the capital, and we've done that sometimes while we're co-investing with other third parties to sponsor themselves. Absolutely. About how much does an average project raise, uh, Amy? On average, I'd say it's about between one and a half and two million. One and a half and two million. Okay. Amy, we need to take a break here. Uh, This is very interesting. And again, this is a unique model for those who don't understand that. The Jobs Act of 2012 allows this model. And so this is a a new way to establish a way to invest into real estate. And again, we're talking with Amy Kirst, Director of Investor Relations at Realty Shares out of San Francisco. And you're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. And we'll be right back. All right, time for the tip of the week. Charlie, what do you have? Paul, today we've got a tip of the week for advisors. We're talking with Troy Weingarner of Advisor Financing. They finance independent RIAs. 
So, Troy, uh, we've heard that there are a third of all advisors are over 60. And I heard recently at a conference that there are more CFPs over 70 than there are under 30. So this is a prime time over the coming few years for people to really start selling their practice. Typically in the past, the preferred method has been SBA. Is that still the case today? There is a tremendous demographic shift going on with retiring advisors. And yes, that has been the the typical choice of SBA lending. But frankly, SBA lending doesn't work well in the financial advisory industry. Uh, you can't do partial, partial buyouts. So a junior buying a senior. It's very limited. The terms are not advisor friendly. Generally higher rates. Generally you have to secure it with your home or residence. The good news is, Charlie, we have conventional lending in the marketplace. We've been able to bring conventional lending with better terms, better rates to the marketplace. Okay, so for those who would like to know more here, Troy, where can they go? Sure. Our website is advisorfinancingllc.com. We have a lot of information and a program overview for our lending program. Okay, very good. Troy, thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you. All right, back to Charlie and his guest. Thank you, Paul. Again, we're having a very interesting conversation with Amy Kirsch, Director of Investor Relations at Realty Shares, an online marketplace for institutional-style real estate investing for the private investor who has a limited capital to invest. So, Amy, tell us, what do you see as the major misconceptions by investors that they have in uh, working with you guys and working through this unique system and opportunity here? It's a wonderful question. Sometimes I, I think that people presume that they'll be as easy to obtain information or it will work exactly like a stock does when you're buying it. So just people who've never invested in real estate before may have some misconceptions about how the process works. It can be there's a lot of moving parts, especially around the close, and, and getting people educated around those misconceptions is a major component of what my team is doing every day. So we're here to help walk people through the process and get them over the hump of making those comparisons between stock investing and real estate investing. Okay, I appreciate that. So tell us, when someone goes on the site, do they see the various projects that they can invest in? They do. They, When someone originally signs up, there's a 30-day waiting period prior to investing, and that can be overcome by having a conversation with someone on my team to help walk through the projects just to make sure that they're comfortable with the investments we're offering. And then they absolutely go on. There's a there's an offering page that gets into the financials, the specifics about who's completing the project, where about the geography, a lot of detailed information about the investment. And Amy, do you know anything about the the demographics or the the type of investor that that you've attracted so far? Uh, their age, what they're really interested in. Are they more interested in the cash flow or in the equity? Are there uh, investment advisors who who uh, use this for their their clients' potential uh, investments? What can you tell us about the investors you have there? I would say there's no perfect example of an investor, you would be surprised about how diverse our investor base is. We have people, a lot of tech people who like the idea of investing online. We have a lot of real estate people who are looking to diversify their assets. We have 
young people just out of college, people who are older in retirement who are looking for some cash flow. So there's no one-size-fits-all in terms of our investor base. That's why it's so important that we have a lot of diverse and unique opportunities for investors. So what they're looking for, they can usually find on the platform. But there's And there's certainly a combination of people who are looking for growth assets and cash flow, and, and we have that as well. Okay, so uh, tell us, Amy, here's a question we'd like to ask all of our guests here. What keeps you awake at night? So and clients are extremely important to me, and the investors we work with are, they get me excited. They're really fun to work with. I love having someone who's new to real estate and talking them through what we do. It's the whole reason why I joined the firm. I used to work in traditional wealth management and saw that things were changing. I was so excited to join a firm that allowed people to invest in this whole new way. So keeping clients happy is what makes, keeps me awake at night and making sure that we're doing right by our investors. It's the most important thing to me, and that's certainly something I spend a ton of time thinking about. Well, your, your clients are fortunate, and uh, we congratulate you for having escaped the, the world of regular wealth management here. Um, <laughs> the second question we'd like to ask all of our guests, what book on investing would you recommend for our listeners? I recommend also to the people that join my team that they read The Millionaire Real Estate Investor, which is just kind of talks about wealth accumulation in real estate. It's, it's a real easy read. It helps people understand real estate. I love that book. I also love Buffett, so anything by him. I learned I learned uh, everything I know about investing about through value investing, which I think lends itself to real estate as well. Yeah, no question about it. And as uh, Warren Buffett uh, says, uh, the key to quality investing is buying right. And that certainly is the case with real estate as well. So provide your website uh, for those listening who would like to know more and somebody's contact information. Absolutely. Our website is www.realtyshares.com. You can reach us at invest at realtyshares.com. We also have a, a team here that can be reached at 855 880 6050, and I'm always happy to talk to any prospective investors. Okay, and we can tell that, Amy, and uh, they're fortunate uh, to be able to connect with you here. So give us final words for our listeners here on Realty Shares, will you? I would advise people who are interested to sign up, have a conversation with us. We're here to talk, we're eager to teach, and, and we're excited to work with new investors. Amy, thank you very much. We really appreciate you joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Again, we've been talking with Amy Kirsch, Director of Investor Relations at Realty Shares out of San Francisco. You've been listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio, where we bring you investment strategies you're not hearing elsewhere. We'd love to have you contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. And you can go to our website to hear podcasts of all of our interviews and shows, Strategic Investor Radio. Com. I'm Charlie Wright, wishing you all an enjoyable week and productive investing. Strategic Investor Radio is a production of OC Talk Radio and is provided for educational purposes only. Content of this program and the views of the guests should not be considered as recommendations by OC Talk Radio or investment advice from the host, Charlie Wright, or any other entity attached to this production. Investors should always consult qualified financial, investment, tax, or legal professionals prior to investing. 